Alright, now it's starting. Now it's starting. Alright. Alright. Hello, hello, hello. This is another episode of the Mental Threads Podcast. This is episode 67. I'm here with my main guest. If you'd like to state his name. Quay, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> Short for Quaylen Hill. I don't know if you want me to put his government on there. Oh no. uh, yeah, but me and Quaylen pretty much go back to Jam Robinson and everything middle school. It's like the same accursed Jam Robinson I used to complain about from time to time. But it was good for like a couple years and everything. Some years it was just like meh or whatever. So what was your experience with like Jam Robinson? It was good, man. You know, definitely experience, you know, growing up, especially on that type of side, you know what I'm saying? So did a lot of sports. It was a good experience, man. So, like, we learned a lot. They taught us well. Like, you can hear us. Like, we know a lot of stuff. And it helped us progress. It was like a stage in our life, you know? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. And it was like, it was crazy because like, I remember you were, like, on the morning shows rapping from some yeah. of the time I recall. <laughs> but you had it written down at that point, or you didn't freestyle? No, it was sometimes I freestyle, but like yeah, they'll let me in there for like for example the e- the EOGs or I rap up there just like to help everybody like when we do like the football games, I do a little rap or something. I used to do like I used to do music and all that over there, so it's straight. Um, I also did a lot of um, I also did a lot of orchestra. I did everything over there. Like they teach you a lot of stuff, so. Yeah, they gave me that opportunity to go up on announcements and freestyle sometimes or write some stuff. So, yeah, give it out, like, a little push for the kids, <laughs> making them times. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so cool. I know, I'm thinking the man was, like, I think it was for field day. I think that was the yeah. one he really did. Yeah, it was for field day. Those were the days he would pull up on. I was like, wow, that is so cool. Yeah, man. And everything in the morning show. That was, like, a weird time, man. Because it was, like, you know, because, like, I, I grew up on the east and everything. Oh, yeah. And, like, my parents wanted to keep me away from, like, going to, like, schools in the area. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe let's go to like you know places like J.M. Robinson or Catholic yeah. schools and stuff like that. And like sometimes it was cool and everything, mm-hmm. and sometimes it was just kind of like weird at times yeah, too. Yeah, but like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I feel like your grade was a little bit different. You know, like I feel like, I feel like y'all were the chiller kind of like. We were just kind of. But you know, we know we learned a lot. You know, it's different. It's a lot different because the. Jane Robinson also had money, so they'll look out. There were a lot of charity events and all that, like a lot of places won't have. So I'm kind of, you know, kind of blessed that we were there. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's definitely different. You know, they definitely teach us some stuff, and like I had to learn on my own at the crib. You know, I had to do my own research to find out more about it because they teach you the basic things that, you know, what the government want to teach you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it will help us with that. It will help us, you know, speak better, proper grammar, all that. Just it help you with all that. But it was definitely a good school, man. You know, it was a good school. They helped us a lot. We moved on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, who are the teachers that you feel like you can remember, if you can remember them right now? Favorite, man, I got to say, um, I got to remember, man. Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, Wasn't your assistant principal or Miss Green, I think, that was your Miss Green. I got to also say Mr. Shaw. Mr. Shaw. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Shaw with the glasses. Yeah. He was always happy and positive. Yeah, all the time. man, very positive. And he actually helped me with a lot of stuff, too. And he he's actually the, the main one that told me to go home and do my own research because he was a history teacher. Mm. And I love science and, like, astronomy and all that, you know. But he's the one that told me more about history. Like, yeah, we have to teach you, you know, what they tell us to teach you. So if you really want to know about especially our people, then you got to do that more of a research. They won't teach you about Mansa Musa and none of them, but, like, they will teach you about Alexander the Great, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so it's just, I, I'm glad, and that was a good experience. I'm glad the ones, like, it, basically my motto is real, recognize real. Mm. And the ones that's real, they'll tell you that realness, and it's up to you to go home and do that homework. So, yeah, I'm glad I met Mr. Shaw. Shout out to Mr. Shaw. <laughs> yeah. Does he still work there? I don't even know if he, my favorite teacher was Miss Boone. The oh, drama wow, teacher. Yes. I love Miss Moon. Always made the class fun, man. Yeah, that was like the one Boone. class that was like that wasn't like a class. Like it was like it wow. was a class. And that actually helped me because she actually the one that put me on announcements. Cause um I try to remember, but I, like yeah, one day they just told us to go on stage and just do something. So me and my friends like questing and all. <laughs> yeah, just go. We went up there and we just said, "Yo, just do something." So we started singing "My Girl" from The Temptations, and he was like, "Yo, you got a voice." And like she actually helped me be more open about myself. Like it doesn't matter what people think about you. If they hate you, they can hate you from a distance. But at the end of the day, you be yourself. You die by yourself. You love yourself. That's the first thing you gotta love, and that's one thing she told me. The first thing you gotta love is yourself. 
Yes, I love her so much for that, for real. Because like, it was because of her class, I didn't even realize I had an act for acting until right. I took her class. <laughs> right. I'm like, wow, I could actually act. Because like me and my dad used to always watch movies at the crib, so I didn't know if that brushed off on me or not yeah. or whatnot. But it's like something about like taking the taking the perspective of a whole different character yes. and living that character. It was just something I was so drawn to, which is crazy because I think tomorrow at 12, I think I had to hit up with Avanti, mm. uh, modeling a talent group and everything, uh, to see of like maybe like to do another audition and everything i just hope i ain't got to pay anything like long term right now because i do not got it right now i'm in a i'm in a crossroads right now but it's nothing too crazy and everything but yeah it's like it's just something on the bucket list for this year i, I definitely want to join you on that if you need you know like, want to do avanti i could probably send you like maybe a link because like yeah. you know the thing is once you start looking up googling up this stuff because google is low-key the feds they'll send you like as <laughs> They'll send you ads and everything, yeah. opportunities. Like, hey, you wanted to get on this acting thing, you know, put your name and whatever in this. Oh, well, you want to do this? Like, you know, it's because of Google's, like, you know, search system and right. everything. The ads on Instagram, like, when they be offering, like, free beat packs and everything. Yeah, I yeah. always had endless beats, but I accidentally deleted it from the early this year uh, because, like, but it's okay. I still got a whole lot more yeah, saved yeah. up and everything. It's just, like, like tomorrow I have to find some time to really gain all the other beats back. I'll be having $50, you know, 50 beats, like, mm-hmm. in a pack for free. Sometimes I'll get it for like a hundred for like seventeen dollars. I'd be getting oh, wow. hella beats. Oh, dang, that, that's clutch. Hella beats. <laughs> yeah, it like really will be clutch. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, dude, Instagram be awesome stuff like that. Yeah, but Miss Boone though, her class for loved it. Yo, loved it every time. Oh, I, 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 I what's my main regret I was only taking it like one time in sixth grade. I should have took it like every year, but Right. I did it for know. two years and I did it for my sixth and seventh grade. I wish I did it in eighth grade, but then I was in the football and everything, did PE and everything else. But like Miss Boone, yeah, shout out to Miss Boone. Let me say that. Yeah, shout out to Miss boom because she helped me too she actually helped me find myself a little bit because I used to be the guy like quiet I would not talk to really people and all that stuff and then she really like helped me find myself easier you know because it's really hard to find that yeah man it's like that's I feel like that's like the best kind of teachers the ones that help you find yourself a whole lot more and everything you know like I was going through some troubles in eighth grade and everything with other kids in the class and everything of that nature I don't really want to go into deep into it but Mm -hmm. you know Miss Boone was the only one that even noticed yes the only tears like hey you know used to be like really really funny like what what happened it's like (laughs) oh well you know I'm just going through some things Miss Boone it's it's no big deal it's okay you know keep your chin up and everything like that it's like dude this is a person I only took a class with two years ago yes for her to even acknowledge me like remember me in the class and everything it's just like bro i just want to pull up just to say i i feel like she's still there and i, I think she's, she's still there she's yeah very good energy she has a nice aura and like she she helped me man it's just like that helped me growing up too also like even in high school like everything is temporary including life and all that so every negative thing is also temporary so you live your life to the fullest tomorrow's not promised you know what i'm saying so like she helped me say like yo be happy you know, you know that song, be happy, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, just, you gotta just be happy, and then just know that, you know, just gotta live your life, man, like, you know, time is here, time is limited, let's make it, you know, you yeah. gotta make it, man, yeah. Miss Boone helped that, you and, know. And we all know a couple key people from, uh, Queen, from, not Queen, uh, Jam Robinson, that's the high school I went to, uh, <laughs> Jam Robinson, I know you mentioned Questin a whole lot, dude, Questin, I rode the bus on back home, and to home, <laughs> so it's like, I was seventh grade, dude, so dude was always funny bro it was never off goofy, you always man. go down dude was forever goofy i remember it rained i think and it was just like there was like some like cracking like the bus yeah. and it was leaking and everything it would like drip on him and it was like it was like oh i'm melting i'm melting i'm oh, cracking he's up, still bro. a goof he's still a goof to this day man <laughs> like yo question's a funny guy man like he's definitely a good vibe too and you know what he can sing too Question can sing? Yes, man. One day he just hit a note for me, man. I was like, yo, what? Why you man, why why not you singing, man? He said, I don't know, man. I look like man, I'm bubble. I'm like, bro, don't call yourself bubble, bro. Like, you can sing, bro. Just do it. But he, he's a funny guy, man. He should be a comedian. All no, that. definitely a comedian. I'm like, why aren't you a comedian yet? Because dude is naturally funny for no reason. He could be like a comedic actor. I right. Like, yo. Well, not a like, comedian. I know they gotta have a certain like order while they tell the jokes yes. and everything. Like, dude, it's just funny for no reason. Good so. guy. And I still um and Byron too, if you remember Byron. Byron, I think I recall that's that name sounds familiar. I mean, he might be on my Facebook, but I want to even. He's right with me, light skinned dude. That he's right with me on the announcements. Byron Smith, he's also a good rapper. Kind of remind me of Ti, but yeah, that dude can spit, <laughs> man. And like I talked to him the other week too. He going through some stuff. He just got a baby, so shout out to Byron because he being a good guy, good father, good kings. You know, we kings out here. They queens too, so there you go for the queens. But like, yeah, man. Good guy, man. Same thing. Always positive energy, man. You know he's going through a lot, but a lot of people don't even show it. Mm-hmm. 
So like I talk to him like a brother, you know, just to know what's up, I care. But he always positive, he keep it moving. We gotta survive out here, man. So yeah, shout out to Byron, good energy, good rapper. His name is Phantom. You know, you can type that in on SoundCloud, Phantom, and he'll be there. Oh, cool. Definitely <laughs> send me the link for sure. I got a SoundCloud also. I only got like 12 songs out there from my mixtape from last year and everything I dropped last April. So it's just, I'm trying to shoot the, if I can be able to do like 50 songs this year. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but like that's hey, my main goal. I know people. Oh, no, no. So I already got a producer and everything I'm working with and everything. I already got all the beats. It's really just the money to fund it, really, because like, that's just really hey, messing me we up. We work so. together, man. You know what I'm saying? Because what we're doing is long term. Like, yeah, we boys, but like at the same time, it's that business too. So we do that, we both got to progress together. That's how we spread. So, like, look, if you want that, I know people that do it for free. I know, like, all this, we can do all that. I'm a promoter also and a DJ and a mechanic, so you need some work done, yeah. So I'm here, man. Okay, I'll definitely see if I can hit you up for sure, man. Because, like, you know, I hit up with this one guy named uh, Jamel NYT, and he has, like, like over 200,000 followers mm -hmm. and everything. And I'm pretty happy to tell him, let him know. Like, I was supposed to hit him up a lot months earlier, but it's like, you know, I, I got caught up in some shit and everything. So it's just like, so I was stuck in Charlotte a little bit longer than I needed to and everything. Um, so I, I had three jobs set up for me, like in DC, like okay. literally three jobs. Could have like even a marketing company, I was gonna make like six figures, but it was just like you know, like you know, in Charlotte, they pretty much like like suspended my license for like a speeding ticket from like in March oh, last wow. year. You know, they got me too on that. I was going um, 50 and the 45. They want to put me over for that. And like, bullcrap. You know, Charlotte, yeah, it's some bullcrap. They're the South. I say it with an F, South. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be some bullcrap around here. But um, Charlotte is a good growing city. It's a melting pot. So it's like, you got, it's a mix of everybody over here. So, but yeah, Charlotte do have some bullcrap. But it also, it's like the number two. I think it's like the number two biggest bank. It's like number two in. Like banks, I think. Like New York is number one, and, and Charlotte number two. It's very good with money. I think we should be the capital, to be honest. But Charlotte, yeah, it does have its ups and downs. But that's the world too, man. At the same time, everything got the yin and yang. It ain't gotta be the capital to me. I feel like it makes it stand out for it to not be the capital. Like, I mean, people yeah. to be like, well, how is this not the capital? Right. Like, but Raleigh's the capital. So Born like, Raleigh. <laughs> but, and, and capitals and uh, Raleigh's the number one uh, city to move to, like hometown wise, like yeah. in America. Yeah. So it's just like you know, it's just. I mean, a lot of younger people, like in our age group, are actually moving to Raleigh because there's yeah. more IT opportunities and stuff of that nature. Yes. So it's just like, you know, I don't want to shit on Raleigh, but like the place where I got my ticket was in Rowan County. I wasn't even, oh, wasn't wow. even in Charlotte. Wow. You know, it's just, you know, it's just stuff like that. It's just like, so it took a while for my lawyers to like have to like literally sit down with them or whatever. If they push it all the way to October, yet they still spend them a license for a whole year. Yeah, they'd be on the bull crap, man. Um, when, I, when I was going 50 and 45 and they gave me a ticket for that, I had to do a whole two class, man. And that was $80 a day. I'm like, man, it's like it's bullcrap, but that's out of nowhere, you know. Just have to pay that. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, what's it called? Live twenty five. And I was like, man, yeah, it was bullcrap, man. But whatever, I had to keep it going, man. You're here too, so like, you know, God bless. Another day, you know, we here. No, but for real, I would prefer that to be. Honest. I would prefer like taking a <laughs> class. Like, I took a like online class and everything. I even gave my certificate to be like, nah, a whole year, but. And I'm like, what they the still? hell? Yeah, dude, they went over the top with it, bro. Like, I don't even want to get deep into it, but, like, that's just kind of the situation I'm at at. I can only drive, like, like Mondays through Fridays uh, wow. to a certain time. So it was, like, it was kind of hard to get a certain job because some jobs be way, like, you had to be on the job longer past 8 o'clock. But it's no big deal or whatever because like, I think my auntie took me up for something and everything. It's just, I just got to send my birth certificate and then, like, I'm hired. So it's like, you know, things are turning. Yeah, things are changing, so it's, so it's no big deal. I just want to hurry up, get these podcasts out. Yeah, you're episode 67. Hey. So it's like I'm doing. I'm going to hop on with some other dude maybe either tonight or later on tonight or maybe tomorrow. I think I'm going to just hit him up tomorrow to give me more time yeah. to get ready. Cause I got to do it off Zoom because he's going to be in a different city. So it'll be the second time I'm doing an interview like with a rapper from a different city. Really? So it's just like I need to really like check out his catalog because I don't want to have to be the type to be just have to interview somebody. I don't listen to the yeah, catalog. Yeah, I feel you, know? you. I feel you. It's just, it's just kind of stuff that I just want to be like, you know, certain things I want to keep like that respect factor. You know yeah, what I'm you saying? Making your moves, man. Like that's real. That's some alpha stuff right there. You're making your moves. A lot of people not doing that. They're doing other stuff that bring them down. You're doing this to bring yourself up because that's something you love and that's something you like, man. I respect that whole man you know where your crown is at there you go you keep shining that thing man so i, I respect that whole hundred bro i really respect that man you have interest <laughs> in starting your own podcast or so um actually yes um actually that's really what i want to do um right now i'm doing a little djing so i'll be at blue olive i'll be at uh till in charlotte sometimes um i'll be around here i do a lot of promoting um i also help my boy he got a food truck so i, I promote him too um actually i got it right here 
Um, okay, they oh, can't cool. see it, but I got cards you can give hey, out. Oh, yeah, sure. Hold on. Oh, oh my fault, my fault. Oh, oh, wings and seafood. Oh, yeah, wow, like CNC I wings. I like me some wings and seafood. So. Yeah, he does all that. He does jumbo shrimp. He does everything. Like, yo, he does, like, like jerk chicken. Literally all that. Like, he's on point. He be around Charlotte. He be in Brooklyn. He had a club, you know. Yeah, it's really good, man. I'm telling you, that thing is scrumptious. So. They be making, like, uh, them sea uh, food boil bags or... All that. Anything you want, man. They do all that. They make their own sauce. They can make it fried for you. They make fish. They do all that, man. Cat food, anything you want, man. They'll do that. They're on point. I've been with them for a minute. So, like, I used to work on cars with them and all that. And after that, they say, I want to have a food truck. And I told them, I'm like, okay, so what making you stop? And he literally thought about it, man. Five months later, got a whole food truck. That's, that, that's some blessing stuff. So shout out to my boy C, CNC. That means C, that my boy Saja and um, Ced, Cedric. They both got their own company together. They're both together. They've been working hard. So shout out to them. Yeah, on some king stuff. So yeah, man, you know. I definitely want to shout out to them also for sure. Like maybe after on the podcast, I definitely want to see if I can look them up. He got an Instagram, right? Yeah, he got Instagram. By the way, my Instagram is underscore Lin L I N and underscore Quay Q U A Y. So if you find me on Instagram, I'm right there. Yeah, you'll see me. But yeah, man, they they on Instagram too. Is actually on the card. Um, CNC Wings and Seafood. So. I was like, you can post that. You can talk to them too. They're like brothers to me. So okay, yeah, I can definitely get about. I'm trying to get as many people on as possible. I, I interviewed the guy, you know, Nappy Chef on yeah. uh, Eastway, and everything. Yeah, I interviewed him for an episode also. Okay, okay. For like 30 see. minutes. I think he's trying to do little movies and stuff like that with Zay the Goat. You know, Zay the Goat, uh, the rapper. Mm, no, I don't think I heard of him. I'm, about, I'm gonna look They're him up. The social currency. I think it's Zay the Goat, uh, John 4K. Uh, one of my friends, like John 4K, I heard of John 4K. Yeah, John 4K and uh, Tiani's Rose. I think mm. I'm not sure. You or, or whatever it's fine or whatever it's just they're still trying to get up but they've really been doing a whole lot of work with their music thing and everything and i'm trying to get the same work ethic as them for sure so the, 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 who's that what's going on oh, they how you doing you gotta say hey you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, I couldn't tell that with a man bun or whatever like, what, what do I mean? i try to roast dude or whatever they just he started walking directly like, oh fuck. i don't know why you hit that slant like that yeah ugly. i was like what it, oh damn ugly like, ass walk ass oh, <laughs> with the, the mike myers theme started playing it's just like i'm like oh fuck, Nate, we're gonna get fucked up by some dude a man bun oh and, we straight <laughs> but we good man yeah like i said man thank you man you need anything like i'm always here you gave me this opportunity you hit me up Yo, you need anything, I got you, man. I know a lot of people, too, so if you need like that. And, like, also tonight, uh, I'm going to be at Tilden Charlotte. I promote that. Anybody know about it, come through. I'll be there. Going to be good music, good drinks. Drinks is cheap. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you can get a Corona, you know, like $8. You get that for $5. So, hey. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, if yeah, you want to come out, I'll come by. You know, I got you. You know what I'm okay. saying? So, yeah, we get right. Okay. Maybe another time for sure. I still got a whole lot of work I got to get done. You know, I don't want to put myself out there in the nightlife when I got, like, a whole lot of stuff I got to get situated. You know? Hey, like, man, you take your time, brother. You take your time, man. That's what kings do. Okay. That's what I'm saying. And so for being, like, a DJ and everything, you're pretty much pretty much accustomed to the nightlife here in Charlotte. Yeah. How would you describe the nightlife here in Charlotte? Man, nightlife, man, you just got to be ready, man, just for anything to happen. Like, yes, I like it. I like to spread my aura, and that's why I found out for being a DJ. I was actually on a cruise, and the dude like, yo, should be this way because I dance sometimes too. And he was like, "Yo, you should, yo, you should do an application for here to be a DJ because you really got good taste in music." I ended up running the penthouse on the cruise, and then they were like, "Yeah, I should be a DJ." So I was like, "You know, DJ is really good. Nightlife, you just gotta be prepared for anything. You know what I'm saying? Just don't let people run you over, but also, you know, be humble about your stuff. Don't be friendly to everybody, but also have your crew with you. Every time I go uptown." I at least have three of my friends there. And not that, I know a lot of people that's with me or there. So you always got to have protection. You always got to have your people. And you always got to be ready for yourself. Because these people, they don't, I'm telling you, they don't care about you. Like, I call them energy vampires. They'd be people that would just be around you to take your energy, take your vibe, take your style, and then use that and then put that against you. So you just got to be ready for all that and be yourself fully. Don't care. Don't do it for yourself. Like, don't do it for everybody else, but do that for yourself. Don't do it for other people, like, what they think about you. No, you do that for yourself. You come in there big stepping. You feel me? So. Yeah, no, I feel that for sure because it's like I feel like a lot of people are kind of drawn to others who have a certain energy wavelength yep. that were the creatives and stuff of that nature. I describe them as, like, empaths, you know? Whoa. People who are very empathetic in nature, pretend to what dwell into stuff like music, dancing, just anything creative, right. that's just what they do. And then there's people who really don't really have much of anything going for them, and so they have to, like, you know, pretty much suck the energy out of yeah. whoever they're around and think that they're popping and 
And so exactly. they're sort of focused on the image instead of just really just putting out like good vibes and just enjoying a good time. Yep. Like, we, we cross them a lot here in Charlotte and everything. I ain't trying to go deeper like well, who you're beefing with in Charlotte because like we ain't got to nah, do any of that. No, no, no. But if like you really had to describe a lot of like the people that be coming in like in the nightclubs and everything, mm-hmm. like how would you describe their personalities and stuff? Like what, what faces do you usually come across? What archetypes do you come across? I see, uh, I see a lot of everything. Like I said, Melting Pot, you see different varieties of everybody. You're going to see different styles. You're going to see people from Atlanta. You're going to see people from, from Boston. I'm from Miami. So, oh, really? you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. So, you're definitely going to have different styles. And, like, I see a lot of people do a lot of stuff for other people. And I be telling them, like, first of all, you're wasting a lot of money when you're supposed to be a king or a queen. Stack your bread and make your own image. And, like, even, like, the stuff you wear. Like, it doesn't matter sometimes about the brand. just about how you rock it. So, you just rock your style, you be yourself, and I'm telling you, your aura gonna always spread, and people gonna love you or hate you. And at the end of the day, yeah, real recognize real, like I said before. Real gonna always recognize real, and you keep that circle small. You, ha- you can have your friends, you can have your acquaintances, but your brothers and your sisters, that's the ones you gotta keep in a circle, keep the money around. And when you go up and you know they've been right or down for you, that's when you put that ladder down for them. Yeah, no, no, I feel that for sure, man. Like, no, keeping a small circle is very, 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 very crucial, especially a circle that you really know that you can, like, trust and everything mm-hmm. like that. I've had issues and everything, especially in transition between high school and college. Like, yep. I was in community college. I was in the same circle of BS-type people, fake people that I knew weren't good. But, like, once you're only exposed to that group of people, you really can't tell the difference of what's, yeah. like, what's like, appropriate and what's not appropriate. Then you start getting into the world more. I went to uh, North Carolina Central University, mm-hmm. HBCU. I hated school from middle school all the way to high school. I used to do shitty. I didn't even care about academics like that. I was just there. Right. And then I, I stepped into this HBCU. I was making A's and B's all the time. It was yes. it was crazy. Yeah. It's like I was having relationships with like my teachers and everything. I was able to like, you know, connect with them, yes. stuff like that. I had good mentors. I had good support. So it's like, you know, it's just like so since I'm the first um grandchild of, of like my grandfather's grandchild. Rest in peace, my grandfather. He, oh, he yeah, literally yes. just passed two weeks ago. Um so it's just like, you know, it's up to me to like kinda lead like the rest of my cousins then, um, rest of his grandchildren and everything, like to like go to HBCU. I wanna help yes. the focus on focus on them like growing and everything. I, I just spent some time with my cousin just the other day and the baby uh from my aunt love mm-hmm. and everything. So it's just like, you know, it's just it's just stuff like that. While I'm in Charlotte, let me just touch that base with them. And That's everything. A blessing, so, yeah, yeah, it is a blessing. That's a so. blessing. Because yeah. a lot of people don't get that push, man. Like, to be honest, you know where we came from. Like, we were lost in the salt, but then when I did my own research, I started being awakened. But who got me to be like that? My brothers, my brother in law. He got me on my sister, my mom, my family. They got me that knowledge. I did my own thing. And I just knew more. And just like the people that's there, they don't have to do that. And when they do waste that time, which you're never going to get back, by the way, mm-hmm. you're never going to get that back. They waste that time for you. That's a blessing all day. So, like, you doing that, you pushing your family, you doing that for your family, man. A lot of family or a lot of people out here, because a lot of people out here, they won't do that for them. And they'll leave them. They, they let us get stuck in the matrix. And we cannot get stuck in this type of matrix, man. They, you know what they want us to do. Yeah. So this is a time where we get enlightened. And, uh... No, it'd be all right. Yeah, but... Oh, there's my boy right now, CNC. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, CNC. Right. <laughs> but, I can pause it, man. Yeah, we're just on the phone with a C. What's it? What's it? C. CNC Seafood and Wings. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I think he might be an episode in the future, y'all. You know, you might want to look out for that and everything like that. But it's like, yeah, he seems like a pretty chill guy and everything. I like it when I see people like on their shit and actually like yes. doing business and thing of that nature. You know, following their passions. Very I can good. never hate on stuff like that. You know, but there are some people that might do. I just I can't really relate to that. Yeah, he's yeah. good people, man. He's very good people. He also he patient, got good aura. Like I said, he was with me when I started doing mechanic stuff like six years ago so he actually helped me go in school and everything so he's a good guy he's all around guy matter of fact he cooks he used to be in lawyer school like all that so okay so that's cool so like before you even went to mechanic school he pretty much uh got you into mechanic school or um he was an advisor um at nissan east charlotte nissan and that's where i met him um i went over there because i left toyota because yeah i went i left toyota because they didn't offer school so i ended up going to nissan because there was Trying to offer it, but you know how to, you know how the place be. But anywho, met him and he actually got me in this program. And after I got done with the program, I went straight to school. And basically, I just got to do a whole bunch of classes, like online classes, mm-hmm. and just pass that so I can be certified for Nissan. After I got done with that, he sent me off to school. Actually, I went to NCIA, and it's really close. It's actually near Tavola, if y'all familiar with Charlotte. But uh, yeah, went there, did it for five months. 
and then like yeah it was good i got certified asc certified and after that i went to transmission school and then i went to uh, cpcc and they have their own class like that i didn't really like fully go to college but i went basically on like the mechanic part okay. so i mean yeah college but like not the whole four classes and everything not so. like the whole go to university yeah, high five or anything yeah, yeah. It, it's no problem everyone has their own path i know i got a friend who went to trade school and mm. everything and he's doing pretty well he got a apartment he just moved in with his girl i think he might yeah. adopt like his girl's like a uh, son and everything like oh, that. like, yeah life goes on man uh, for real though but it's just ain't nothing wrong you got to go your own path facts and you no know, like i said man it's a blessing man just like you know i i don't know anybody or what they go through but just like i said the real will recognize the real and that one actually we put that time, and you put that time with them. That's the ones you really need in your life, man. And just, I love it, man. Just the people I meet, like him, good people, man. Good people, just like you too, man. Like, I'm glad I met you. I believe that's the universe doing that, you know. So, yeah, cause I already knew yeah. your existence and everything from yeah. way back in, and like J.M. Robinson, but it's like we never rode the same bus or anything. Yeah. I just knew we just knew through mutual people yes, yeah. and everything. So it's, it's I always knew that the energy was gonna be all right and everything like yeah. that. I know you, you know about Andre Smith and Don. Darden. Oh yes, Don, Don man, Don Darden just had a baby, man. Yeah, I know like a while ago. Yeah, so I think I tried to hit him up in the past, but I don't know. Like maybe he didn't recognize. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I played a game with him. I played S boss, so you know, you got an S boss. What's up you know i play halo yeah call of duty but yeah but i played the game with him and um actually just fist up on his car um, I, I straight pipe his car so like you know made it a little loud he got the affinity g37 you know but yeah i worked on his car i still talked to him andre smith i haven't really been talking to him like that but i just remember i talked to him like, like way like two years ago but he told me he's doing good so like you know prayers out to him too make sure you got good energy around him make sure angels watching every corner so Love for him too. Love for everybody out here. Yeah. So just protect. All about protection. Okay. Okay. Let's get. So I'm forgetting there's kids. <laughs> like, bro, it's just like, bro. But anyway, yeah. It's like, yeah. I know you recall uh, Martise, right? Do you remember Martise? Yes, Martise. But that was middle school right there. Yeah, I don't even know where where he's at at all now. It's and like, like, even if like that, I didn't talk to him since middle school. But still, prayers out for him too, man. Cause like, you know, I pray for everybody. I pray for my family, my friends, but even people I don't know. I I, I want them to keep that, you know, protection around them. Keep that bubble around them because. You know, it's hard out here. It and really like like I said, like my grandma right now, she's in the hospital, but I pray on her every day. I just left to come over here, see my boy. But like, you know, I pray for her too. Yeah, and she's man. strong. And you know Yeah, I'm gonna pray that he that she does well herself, man. Cause I was just in the hospital with my grandfather not too long ago. And he, yeah, he was kinda stubborn. He didn't want to stay in the hospital. I thought, okay, he'll be fine and then next thing you know, he said he called me one day that he like, not calling me, but called my mom saying that he couldn't breathe or something. You having trouble breathing? That's never called the house. He passed and everything. So it was like, okay, today is like that was May eighth, and mm -hmm. now it's May twenty first. So it's like time is really going fast. Yeah, I gotta say, I, like my whole life, I, I gotta say it's just like when two thousand nineteen hit with this whole COVID stuff. I don't know. It's just been feeling weird. I mean, yeah, time been going mad fast. Yeah, like, crazy, stupid fast. I don't know. Something twenty seventeen was the year for me. I feel like that's okay. where things started. Changing, weird, like weird. I don't know something like the shift in the universe was you. I think it's like showing us, like I think it's just telling us, like yo, this is it, man. You really, this is like we gotta survive, man. Then they're gonna hit us with the real truth. And you know what I'm saying? Like the truth is always gonna hurt. It's just gotta. It's about how you maneuver through it. Yeah. And like you know, and like before I left, my grandma even told me that she was like, yo, just pray for me. But at the same time, even if time goes, just know I'm, I'm gonna be watching you, and then you still live your life. Cause yeah. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna be alive in your heart. I'm gonna be alive with you in your soul. Yeah. And I'm just like, I feel you because, hey, yo, we we in line somewhere, too. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's all love. And, like, you know, that type of people that with you, they're not here forever. But, like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just so blessed I have that people that could guide me through this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, always blessed. And even when we grow up and all that, and when we go down and, like, we have kids or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to look after them and look after everybody, too. So, yeah. you know, it's all love. We have those type of people, man. It's just... The last few years definitely been hard for me, and I don't know about anybody else, but it definitely got me to adapt. It's just like, if you don't adapt, then you're going to get stuck behind. So Yeah, man. It's like, yeah, man, the past couple of years was tough for me, especially, man. Like, you know, like I had a medical condition I'm still trying to work on and everything mm. right now. I have to go out of town and go to D.C. and everything just to get my treatment for like every week and everything now. And it's like, it's be sad and everything, but mm. I try to be I try to be positive that things might change very soon. And everything. Um, gladly, it's not life threatening. It's just something that's just been kind of been holding me back over some certain things. So like, I'm actually like happy on that end. Um, but it's just like, yeah, man, I understand, dude. It's just like, but I'm actually blessed that I have a couple friends and everything that I've met around the way in college, especially Thanks. that I've met like you know like through other mutual friends and everything. And like, you know, I've even interviewed them also. Like uh, one of my friends, uh, um, 
Jeremy Washington, he's Liberian like me, um, and everything. And, and so we he did an episode in the past and everything. So it was like you know that was pretty cool. And I did it. I did an episode with one of my friends named Jacory, but it's just like you know his something about his episode kind of got corrupted or something. I had to redo it. But everything it's just stuff like that. You know with Trevin. That's one yeah. of my friends. I don't know if you you don't know anyone named Trevin Allen, do you? I don't know Trevin. Don't okay, because he didn't go to any of our schools. He went to only my school. I, I knew him. I went to RJ Kell. Oh, you went to RJ Kell. How was RJ Kell on everything? Oh, I call it RJ Hell, but I mean RJ Kell is, is another good school. I mean I don't know about right now. It's been kind of it kind of flipped because the whole bull crap that happened. But um, yeah, man, RJ Kell definitely another experience for me. Um, also another like stage for me to find myself. Um, I didn't really do that much good in school either. But then like right when like juniors like sophomore junior year, I started like being more on my books. And start doing more research, so that's why I started doing good. Like, and plus the senior exit project, all that. But like I said, it was a good stage, get you prepared. But also, like, reason why, like freshman, year, I didn't really care because it's just like, why the stuff they teach us? Like, we don't even need it throughout life. But then again, it's just like, it will help you. It will just help you, like, with people wise. Like, it also help you with just how to like your energy, find yourself, sports. Like, it got me working out a lot more. So yes, and yeah, it definitely it was it's a stage, and you can see how other people like how they move and it's not just you that's going through some hard stuff also too. So because you be with people every day, so you see how they can act and you see when something bad, you can tell when something's wrong. So it's just saying, it helps you with everything in general. So Archer Kill is a good school, so. Oh, okay, yeah, that's man. cool that you enjoyed it at least to a certain degree and everything. You know, yeah. I know like from a lot of kids that went to like middle school, those they either went to Audrey Kell or Providence. Or what was the other school? Yeah, like Audrey Kell, Providence, or, or Wake or, Hollow or something. Yeah, or Olympic or Quail South Hollow. Met. I think it was Quail Hollow High School. I think Quail Hollow was I thought middle. That was a middle school. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm okay. So Crestdale was also a middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, what's another? I think the other school, uh, South Met. Yep. South Mac. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the Providence, Audrey Kell, South Mac. That's yeah. why they made Audrey Kell, because Providence was getting too filled. But, mm. yeah, Providence, they crazy, too. But they, it's all right. My sister went there, so. I heard people hated going to Providence also. It's like, you know, kind of like the same thing as, like, uh, Jam Robinson? Yes, it's just like that, man. You know, like, actually, man, the... I hate to bring out his business, but his name is Mr. Switzer, and um, yeah, he actually got fired from there for saying some racial slurs and all that. I mean, so, it, was, it was in Ballantyne Plantations area, yeah, exactly. like that's why it's like you know, like it was cool at times, but there was like some things that was just like you know, like I don't. Especially I after the Black here. Lives Matter story, like that's the wrong time to be talking like that. So it was so. the wrong time. It was just like you know, I, I don't know, man. It's, I wish I would have went to school like a high school like Rocky River. I went to like mm. a trailer park school called Queens Grand. I hated. Oh, I heard about that. that. How was that? People were goofy and creepy over there. <laughs> creepy, like, it was yeah. weird. Like oh, it was like it was cool if you had your own like circle of friends and everything because yeah. it was a small school, but it was like it was so small that everyone felt like they knew everybody when oh, they didn't know you. everybody. You know, like when you go to a larger school, like you can yeah. like you can be able to like, just move on. But some people are just kind of like they had this weird. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they didn't have good people skills. Basically, something is just like y'all were kind of sheltered. So y'all don't really understand how certain things are supposed to be when yeah. it's inappropriate or not. Yeah, so. Archie was big. Oh yeah, Myers Park. Yeah, I forgot about Myers Park. People went there too, but that's a big school too. That's a lot of money school. So, like, Archie had a lot of money, Providence, and all that. But, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? It's just a stage in life. You know, I'm glad, you know, I did what I did. I'm glad I graduated, you know. It was hard, you know. Because it was just, like, not just me. It was also my parents. Mm. Really, my mom, because she was single. But, like, you know, we had to go through it with all of us. I got, like, I went to work, did my own job, food line. That was my first job. I had to get the money and start paying bills, got my car. So, like, it definitely an experience stage, so. Very, yeah, I'm proud about that. Yeah, man, it's crazy because it's like, um, I feel like I could have went to Hawthorne too. I think Hawthorne's in my area, but they they specialize in like medical sciences and stuff like that, which is crazy. I feel like if my mom knew, she would have sent me there. And I wish I probably would have went there. Then maybe I might want to consider even being a doctor and stuff like that. But after school, I kind of just fell out of of line with the whole biological science and stuff. But I just kind of lost interest in that stuff. And I wanted, and I was just like doing poetry, and that was like my main thing. And um, then it's just like when I went to school and everything, uh, I had to, I went to CPCC, then I had a shitty time at CPCC, mm. so then I went to Rowan and Cabarrus. Uh, where it's like, yeah, yeah, Rowan, I had to drive all the way to Rowan and Cabarrus. And it's just like, <laughs> it, it was a rediscovery whole thing because I had to, the whole time I was like, I was trying to distance myself from a lot of people that yeah. weren't good for me. But at the same time, I was trying to like really get my shit together at the same time. So I would drive all the way there. I would listen to like Childish Gambino. Yes, and, like, freaking, Donald uh, Glover. Yeah, Donald, what else was I listening to? I was listening to a whole lot of stuff like, 
and everything of that nature. But Childish Gambino was one of them. J. I Cole, obviously. J. Cole, yes. And stuff I even listen to Chance. Like, that whole acid rap phase, that was dope. You know, but Charles Gambino, man, I got to say this, man, he like my idol, to be honest. Because, like, he all the things I really wanted to be. Like, he's a comedian, you're a director, singer, rapper. Like, come on, man, you making shows, Dude, Atlanta. He was doing everything. He was doing everything. Yeah, Atlanta especially. And hey, Atlanta was actually, like, brought about because that one video. I don't know if you've seen that video on YouTube, like, clapping for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yes, like that's what wanted me to get into acting and like voice and doing uh, movies and stuff like that because I know it's like oh like I've you see a bunch of movies in the past but no just the way how that film was actually right, done right. like it was just they were just living life but it's like you could feel like you know the the loneliness yeah you know, like clapping for all the wrong, the wrong reasons if anybody wants to look like clap for all the wrong reasons definitely want to check it out on YouTube that's a lot of yeah you can say that with a lot of things clap for the wrong reason I mean yes but like that's some real stuff man but Charlie Gambino he's like that man he really being himself. And, like, people love it, man. He really brought out the nerds, too, out there. So it's just like, yeah, he has his line on the song. I forgot the name of it. But he said, basically, like, everybody got a voice. You just got to follow it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's for everybody, man. So be yourself, for real. <laughs> he was a dope artist, though. Like, he wasn't, like, no slouch or anything of that nature. Dope so. artist. And the thing, it kind of took me, uh, like, surprise in, like, high school, I remember. Because I, I was seeing him as more of, like, a comedian or an actor. Yeah. And, like, then out of nowhere, he dropped, like, that whole, like, what was the thing? Heartbeat song. Yes, yeah. I'm like, wait, hold up. Charlie Magino? Okay, this is, like, a funny thing that he's doing. Like, he's just doing the it just Bonfire and all that royalty and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ro yeah, I love, I'll be bumping royalty, bro. Like, the yeah. black faces with uh, Nipsey yes. Hussle. Yes. Oh, and, uh, and um, Absol, too. He be snapping. Absol, too. I think he did another song with, uh, oh, shit, what the hell? He's doing that for me. He's doing that for me. Uh, I get this all the time because I got a coupe. Oh, okay. is, is, are they trying to trying to race? I'm not racing. I mean, I, I mean, I can, but I don't. Nah, 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 I'm with you. I'm sorry. Like, maybe, maybe another time. Right. Like, yeah. If, if, if anybody wants to know, there's niggas out here trying to race. And, yeah, uh, Genesis Coop, you know, Coop life. So. <laughs> Coop life. People are trying to race this dude. I'm like, uh, nah, I'm chilling. Like, please show, please show. <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah, for like the whole Childish Gambino, Royalty is one of my favorite. That's my favorite like oh, mixtape from like Childish Gambino. Oh, day, that's man. one of my favorite because like like I be listening to it and, like the beats all slap and everything because they can go like he makes them. <laughs> oh, he makes them. Oh, okay, so it's like, it be going from like, artistic to like that dirty South type. Yeah, yeah, and it, it be in his own way. So I always thought that was pretty cool. So I think once I had Tina Fey, like it was like real yeah. estate. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's Yo. not real estate. Yeah, that's not real. Yeah, I, I like arrangements too. The arrangement was cool. Yeah. Also, what, what was another song? She had some weird songs in there, like weird beats. But then, like, um, what's it called? Silk Pillow. Uh, that was a weird one and, too. And, and that, bronchitis. Like, whoa, bronchitis hit. Yeah, bronchitis. That was, was serious. What was another song? Oh, I'm trying to think of that song that came before the Nipsey Hussle song. Uh, uh, uh. uh trying to think. Uh, but I also had a song. Royalty I know the too. one with Chance the was that they don't like me or they yeah. don't like me. Uh, yeah. Or maybe the Glamour Life. Yeah, Glamour Life with the uh, without the one with RZA. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. Try to get Vino definitely like that, and then that's another thing like. Even for people out there, man, you got to listen to different types of, like, music and genres because, like, him, he put that good frequency type of music, but also bring that low frequency, too. Yeah. But he listen to everything. He also, he, he's a good, he's a good guy, man. I can tell, like, if I met him in person, he'll be a good guy. Yeah, no, know? for real, though. For real, like, people try to, I think, no, not people, but, like, some people might criticize him for being, like, pro-black, but actually, like, married a white woman and everything of that yeah. nature. How do, how do you feel about that situation? Man, I just say, man, you find your love. She helps you progress. She helps you, like, she motivates you, and y'all can both do that together mutually. Then that's the one for you, man. I think, like, to be honest, when people say that pro-black, I think I really hear a lot of black females talking about that. But y'all, y'all queens, black females, y'all queens, man. Y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. really the queens, yo. Come on now, just you can't get mad about that. I don't get mad about none of that stuff. It's just, it is what it is. We're in this type of age now. Everybody changing. Even with, like, gender, gender changing, freaking, like, you know, people liking other races. Like, it doesn't matter no more. Just you find that one that can help you progress, and you stick with that, and that will help you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, just, just, just. watch. You know what I'm saying? Y'all Instagram looking. I want to be just like that girl on Instagram. No, just love yourself, and you find that one you find. It doesn't matter if they black, white, like, yellow, freaking purple. Who cares, man? You, you be yourself. You find that one that can help you progress. Same with friends. So, you know. I mean, personally, I want to end up with a black woman in the end, though. But it's like, you know, if it so happened that, like, maybe it was somebody else that had the best interest for my yeah. sake of mine and everything that loves me as I am, yeah. then, you know, so be it. Then, like, that's what it is, you know. But it's just, like, I, feel, I mean, I don't, I don't discriminate, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you ever, I don't discriminate. But, like, you know, even with, like, if I go for a white woman and all that, I mean, she got to have that knowledge. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Because she does it. And that's for every woman. They, they got to have some type of knowledge for me to be like, okay, let me actually sit down instead of just, they just sitting down. You taking a video of the food we just bought or I just bought. And then, yeah, I'm the pretty girl. Yeah, I want you to do everything. Nah, like we both got to mutually put things on the table and we both got to progress with each other, man. Have some kind of self-awareness in a right. sense. You know, it's like, you know, because like, you know, like there'll be some white people that's like, like not some white people, but there are white people that are aware and everything, how the system is and everything. Mm-hmm. They don't see like, oh yeah, they're just, like the whole Black Lives Matter thing is just something like a fad or nothing like that. There are people who are legit concerned and everything, who are legit. Like, for instance, like my brother dates a, a white girl and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoe, Zoe King. Oh, I need to get her on the podcast. Sure, see. Because like, she's a cool, cool person. Because literally the only, the re, the way they connected was because they had the shared interest in music. Yeah. A lot yeah. of the music I put my brother on and everything, like hip hop and everything, all the old type of music Thanks. and like the roots and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and uh, stuff like that. Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. And stuff like that. That's what really got them like locked in, basically. Right, right. And they've been together for like six years since like high school. And yeah, it takes time. Like that type of research. Like even for me, like I mean, I'm gonna tell you some real stuff. Me going from McKeero White School, Jane Robinson. I used to always look at like you know white girls like that. But then when I woken up, I started seeing totally different. You know, mm-hmm. because it's like that's what I was brainwashed to do. And like even so, what I'm about to go to is like doing that research on our history, research for all history. It would take some years, man. Like, it's a lot of stuff. I mean, what we know, like, 5% of our history. So what about all the stuff that got erased? You know what I'm saying? So, like, it would take some time, man. And, like, you just got to be that tree that take all the branches in. You make your own way to grow. For real, man. Like, it, it takes some time. And, like, I know it's different for white people and all that, too. But, like, it's like that for everybody, man. People don't know that the first samurai was black. Like, nobody don't know none of that. Like He wasn't the first samurai. Well, he, first, but like, no, like, he, he was, was a black samurai. He was close to it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, but yeah, he was there. He was doing his things, too. And just, like, the science of it, too. And just, like, everything. Just, like, we really, we got to, like, we just got to do our history and really know what we're looking at. And you got to make your own way. Some people don't even like to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. Some people get mad and offended and be like, well, fuck you. Cause of this. I'm like, dude, we're not arguing. I'm just trying to do this and we just debating and then you might can teach me something. Oh. So, you know, so it's just about, you know, it takes time. It takes, it takes time. And even with a white girl, anybody just like, yeah, just do y'all research. Just sometimes just go home and I find that fascinating. I be at home sometimes. It'd be two o'clock in the morning. I don't know. I'd be on YouTube just looking at some random crap. Mm-hmm. Like, so just do your research, you know, do your thing. And then you start seeing the world differently, man. And. I woke up at like 16, bro, and that's, you know, I don't know, that might be late, I think that's late, but I, I woke up at 16 and I started doing a lot of research, like, I mean, I've been doing the aliens back in the day, dinosaurs, all that mm-hmm. crap, but more about history, 16. Oh, okay. I can never really say, like, when I really woke up for say, I would say, like, I was more like a slow waking up person, not like a slow, like, it's just like, at a young age, I knew, like, there was, like, a system. Yeah. From a very, very young age, when they try to put me on medication at elementary school. Yeah. For just, like, being a boy, you know, being a kid. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> and to just, like, you know, your eyes kind of open up over time, like, you know, okay, there's something about this system that's against somebody like me. Yeah. And why would they be against it? And then yeah, I just kind of picked up the pieces and kind of just went and looked, seeked out my own information over it. I question that all the time, man. Yeah, like, and just like, and I feel like it's a movie show, like 300. I think it's sometimes in like in their nature. And then what we bring is just like y'all try to take culture and all that, and just it's just really they take they took everything from us, and they just gotta realize that. Cause one time I talked to this white guy one day, you know, and I just told him straight up like, cause he he would say nigga and all that, and I'm just like, okay, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna get offended about it, but like, let me actually hear your. Like, let me hear your knowledge about it. Like, what do you think that is? Because nowadays, like, it'd be like, nigga means guys now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the niggas that? What the bitches that? Like, bitches mean female. But, like, I don't say I don't say none of that. I don't say bitches none of that. Yeah. Or, and I try to get down my vocabulary with niggas and all that. But yeah. it's just like, let me know your knowledge about it. And they just be like, well, it means black. I said, well, why are you going to say that? Because that came from a hate from when that time came. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It came from a hate word. A hate word that means a lot more than just, oh, exactly. a black person. But it actually, it was actually, it actually comes from the sense of Negro, yep. like the Spanish word Negro, which actually connects with the Latin word necro, yep. which means for dead body. You feel Basically. Wow. So it's like really, it's just, it has more roots than this, like that, but it was used to really just dehumanize us. Right. And I was just thinking about it earlier today, like the word nigga and everything, real nigga, all this stuff is just kind of like, it's like it's fabricated by this same system to kind of yeah. keep us locked in a cage mentally. Like this is all I can be as a real nigga. It's like, but can you be something more? Yes. Exactly. And everything. It's just like, do you really have to be like this? Do you really have to be like, had to be thugging or had to be this or that and everything? All that stuff right. is just made up shit. Can I ask you a question? What about the rap game? Do you think that's part of the system too? 
yeah, would they definitely. like to bring us down too and definitely. Us, yep, that's why like, they could put anything on the radio, literally anything, and they'll follow it. Yeah, anything. It's just like Tupac had his thug life thing, but he was dropping knowledge too. Definitely. And everything. Yep. And like yep. Tupac, I know Tupac was an empath for sure. Yeah. However, the problem with Tupac, he fell off his path. And that's the yeah. main struggle with the empath. They're trying to stay on our path in a world that wants us corrupted or wants to stray away. Yeah. And everything. He had the situation with Biggie Smalls and then putting put in jail for rape and then need too. to be pulled yeah. out and everything. They again pulled out in this record deal with Death Row Records and everything. Yeah. Trying to, trying to incite this, Yeah, and then trying to incite all this violence and shit. And all it does is ruin everything. Could you imagine? Imagine where Tupac and Big would be today if they were alive. I think a lot of people would not even be right here. You know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I don't know. I, think, I don't even think Soldier Boy. Like, I don't know, man. Like, because, like, after that happened, that, that's when low-key Jay-Z started coming really out there like that. So, like, imagine if Biggie and Tupac was here today, yo, it would be a whole different game, man. Like, I know in the parallel universe, they still alive. And that dude, bro, it would be crazy, man. Like, Because you wonder, like, you know, because, you know, they got the butterfly effect. You don't know who would be alive, yeah. who would still be dead. <laughs> like, would Puff be dead? Would Suge be dead? Right. Or something like that. You know, it would just be like, would it? it would just be, it would be a different, different world. What if they? <laughs> I know they were all trying to go into business. I know Biggie wanted to do his own clothing line yeah. for a much bigger, heavier set people. And and Pac wanted to start the whole Machiavelli records yep. and everything. That was going to be crazy because he was going to be hand-picking out artists himself. Facts. Yo. Which that was going to be doing. So I hate when people try to shit on Lil Wayne and everything. Because like Lil Wayne was a lyricist. You can't shit on Lil Wayne. But I still go back to the day. Like, I would play a song. I'm like, yeah, I like this song. And then he would say something. I'm like, wait a minute. He said that? I'll rewind it, bro. Because I'm like, Lil Wayne crazy. Lil Wayne crazy. Lil Wayne crazy. Yeah, I mean, hey, Lil Wayne would say some shit like, like, I stole your dictionary, man, I got away with worse. Yeah, like, <laughs> or say, like, I'm G's moving silent like lasagna. Yeah. Like, you know, like, he had his, his time. Like, that's, I feel like I was at my most creative like, writing when I was listening to Lil Wayne Lil from Wayne. time to time. So it's like, he definitely changed the game, man. Like he changed the game, and just it just got weird after this whole after him like that her Birdman and all that crap start going on. Cause Young Thug came from really Lil Wayne. But I feel like a lot of artists nowadays really come from Wayne. Like I even think Lil Uzi in the way he came from Wayne. Everybody that has Lil in their name is off Lil Wayne. Like, we on a Lil Uzi for Lil Nas X, yeah. Lil this, Lil that. Like come on. Oh uh, Wayne, cause he did everything. He did rock. He did all that country rap. So like, look, shout out to Lil Wayne. Yo, Weezy, he's like that. Yo, Weezy like that. And Eminem too, cause people be like, what about Eminem? I'm like, man, don't ever do that. Like Eminem, nice too, but Lil Wayne, I gotta put him on my top, bro. Like, yeah, hey, dude was a go for a while, man. That one time, like that, like the early tw- that late. 20, was it like 2009 to yeah. early 2010? Every day on the radio. Your money. Your money. All the time on the radio, man. And then Drake pretty much took the torch from him. Yep. Becoming the number one. And I I feel like Drake, Drake is so, I don't want to say it's weird or anything. Because like Drake, I know it has a, has a sense where he kind of like touches upon other people's styles. Yeah. So it, which is like, it's no problem. Because yeah. it's like, it's rap game. Nobody's like original, original. Really. It doesn't even matter no like, more. Like, you know, it's, just, it's fun. I, I feel, I respect that in Drake. Because, like, Drake could still come back, like, with the bars and everything with, like, the whole back-to-back and charge up at Beak Mill. And that, Ooh, that, like, that and Meek Mill had to get locked up and turn into a scapegoat to come back <laughs> for that. Like, so it's just, like, that was some shit right there. Well, I ain't Drake to, make a bad song? I ain't, try, I ain't <laughs> trying to shit on Meek or nothing like that. I don't want to be on some stuff like that. Yeah, facts. But Meek but like, like that, too, Yeah, man. yeah, Meek is, yeah, no, Meek, like Meek that, is yeah. the shit. Meek be having songs like Wins and Losses that be having you right. really motivated to do shit. Like, I hate it had to be him in that situation. Drake, but, even Pusha T tried to go against Drake. I'm like, yeah, oh, Pusha that might T. be good, but then yeah. Drake still dogged him. I'm like... Dang. Not entirely. Pusha T made... Pusha T Drake. one of my favorite battle rappers, like, in a way. Yeah, no, Pusha T, yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Pusha T is definitely one of the girls. But, like, Pusha T literally pushed Drake into a corner where he had to race his son so, Yeah, let me hold <laughs> That was some shit. <laughs> but it's like, you know, with Drake, for the whole passing on the torch thing when Drake sent... I, I really... I feel like Drake kind of really missed out on really building up his OVO yeah. label or, or yeah. anything more than just him. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Fair. It would have been cool if he would have got X's Tentacion on that. Whoa. That would have been a good way to pass the choice to X. Yeah, and then it's just like if he would have got Black Boy JB on it, cause I know him and Black Boy JB did some songs together. Yeah, like his new the album weekend. was nice too, but it's kind of old now. But his new album he just uh, put out, it, it was nice. That the Fat Boy one? Yeah, that yeah, he yeah. snapped on that. Yeah, yeah, I actually like that. Like the oh, wait, who's calling now? Oh my god, everybody. That's right. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, man, it's just like it's just stuff like that, man. It's just you know, like I feel like Drake is really reading the like the twilight of his career. Was yes. like I feel only after three more albums, and it's like he can he can settle down. Yes, it's like even with J Cole and Kendrick. Kendrick's uh, album, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, that's gonna be like his last album, right? Yeah, J Cole doing his thing, man. Like, and then I like the whole like Urge Game too in a way. Like they yeah, did nice. Dreamville, that's that's like yeah. the main like you know out of like Drake. Uh, Kendrick and like J. Cole. J. Cole knew how to manage his own little yeah. group and everything. I like, like G.I.D. and all of them. Like, they on point. Like, yeah, G.I.D. Yeah, yeah. You ever been to Dreamville Fest? Nah, I've never been there, but I listen to the music. You need to like go. That. I've been to the first two Dreamville Fest. The one that was before COVID and the one after that just happened recently. I yeah. was just over there. I was in a group chat. We all met up together. It was like 50 people deep in that group chat. We all met up and took That's a selfie cool. together. It was crazy, bro. Like, I'm telling you. And you go to Dreamville Fest, yo. <laughs> all good vibes, man. I'm hoping by then, like, my financial situation and everything will be so different. Right. And everything, like, you know, like, literally, like, I wouldn't have to sweat about anything. Mm-hmm. Like, in a uh, hotel or and stuff of that nature, it's just, like, shit is going to be so different 2023. I know, tw- I feel like 2023 is going to be that year. I thought it was this year. Yeah. I feel like this year is, like, a test year for me. Right. Like, let me just yeah. work hard as I can just for, like, the next year. You know? Helping us get stronger, man. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we got to go down and go back up. So, you know, we good you know it's a blessing that we here you know yeah but then focusing on the next generation i know it's like the main people it's like baby keem went through a got the torch from like uh kendrick lamar obviously he didn't he get a grammy or something baby keem I think so. I don't know. I don't. No, I don't really. He got an award or something. I know he's about. He doing something. He actually doing like a concert with somebody right now. I forgot who it was. Um. Mm. I forgot. No, no, I think it's but somebody. I think a little baby or something. Yeah, yeah a little bit. I saw a little baby uh, in concert also. That was. I was. Uh, now he was at Dreamville Fest. Sucks that he didn't do wants and needs. So that's what no. made me sad. He didn't do wants and needs. If he did wants and needs, I'll be complete because that that verse on wants and needs with Drake. Yeah. Lil well, Baby like that too. Yeah, I, Lil, I think Lil Baby is like not like the next goat goat, but I feel yeah. like he's gonna be the next person that's just gonna kinda hold it's the torch for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know, that transitional phase and everything, like cause like Kanye, Cole, yeah, uh Kanye's goat all day. Drake and all them. I think like their reign, I'm not trying to say their reign is like coming to an end end. Nah. But as I said, like it's starting to focus is starting to leave them in a in a little bit. Like but that but type of game is quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. the rap game is very quick. You like you got four to five years and then yeah, you out. So Yeah, people think that Corday is gonna be there. How you feel about Corday? Um, he's all right. He's very lyrical. I, I like him a lot, actually. But like, I just don't really listen to him all the time. That's more like I'm just chilling. And I just I'll probably play him. But when I'm driving or going to a party, I don't really listen to him like that. But yeah, but he's good too. He's good. I like I listen to different artists too. Like I, to be honest, I even like like Lil Dicky. Even sound weird to say, but Lil Dicky. I even like listening to him. Lil like, Dicky is killing out the freestyle. I be listening yeah, to his freestyle. freestyle. His freestyles be the one I yeah. be mainly. I'm like, what? Yeah, I like Migos too, of course. Like that's South. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, Migos. Like, right. Yeah, Migos, they, they alright, but like, you know, like that's more of my party state right there. And then yeah, man, you know, I listen a little bit of everything, you know, but Yeah, but then focusing, so it's like Corday, Baby Keem, Lil Baby, Lil Baby Lil especially. Baby but it's like um I like the baby too, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously the baby yeah, is like his brand is okay. But it's like, I feel like with the baby though, it's like I feel his billion dollar baby brand and everything. It's like it's all yeah. artists that are just like Kind of like him, and right, that's what yeah. like this lack of variation. Yeah. But like for Dreamville, like you got your Earth Gang that kind of touches on Andre Three Thousand here in a little bit. You can kind of see the influences with that, uh, or it could be soulful and different, like along with JID too. Yeah. And then you got your Ari Lennox. That's completely soulful. Yeah. Then you got Boz. You know, Boz is that dude. Boz is basically what Cole and Schoolboy <laughs> Q sound like mixed together. Schoolboy Q, yeah. Schoolboy Q. I forgot about him. Yeah, Schoolboy Q is my dog, too. Yeah. I listen to him, too, yeah, all day. TDE, uh, Schoolboy Q, yeah. yeah. TDE, I like all day. Yeah, TDE got a good camp and everything, but I feel like they're like kind of like slowing up. Yeah. Like, after a while. like Dreamville seems like the main people that it are really kind of like. Yeah, I want I, Absol to come back, too. Like, I need... I need them to come back, like, all from Cali and all them. They need to all... Uh, I mean, Isaiah Rashad came with The House is Burning, and that was cool. But, uh, Isaiah Rashad like that, too? <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, amongst the controversy, we don't want to get too deep into that. I, I know it's kind of, like, weird, okay. but it's like, you know, hey, don't want to... You like Joey Badass? Hell yeah, I like Joey Badass. I'm a pro-era. I'm a deeper pro-era. Can I be Capital C's? Especially the CPCC days, bro. Like, the Capital C's, all the main people I was listening to. I kind I started with Joey Badass, and then I warmed up the Capital C, and then Capital Ooh. C became my favorite. And then, but yeah, then I realized yeah. he passed away, and I'm like, dang. And then like, uh, and what's the name of that crew? Flatbush Zombies. Yeah, Flatbush Zombies. <laughs> I missed that era when Flatbush right. Zombies was getting up there Yo. too, bro. <laughs> yes, they they like that. They like that. That actually helped me with a lot of things growing up too. Like these, it be these artists that that's just there that really helped you and guide you in a way in some hard times and stuff that you just need to listen to. Like. 
I lo- yeah, they they helped. Yeah. I used to listen to Flatbush Zombies so heavily, bro. It's just like, I I didn't realize they influenced my style in a way until like I dropped my mixtape. This is one song called Grave Shift. Yeah, on my on my mixtape, and it sounded just like this is it. This yeah, 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 that's my favorite song. I didn't <laughs> even know it, it influenced Grave Shift. But next time, like if you want to listen to my mixtape Grave Shift and listen to This Is It and everything, I'm telling you, bro, oh. like it's crazy how like the influence. Like I didn't even know until other people. So I was like, like until my brother's girlfriend, this kind of sounds like This Is It Flatfoot Zombie. Yo. And my brother, like, yeah, it kind of does. I'm like, oh my god, it does. Yeah, they like that. Really yo, yo, you need to send me your stuff, man. Like, yo, we can make some music too, cause I'm about to get back on it. Actually started recording. I just need to put it back. I just need to put it out. So like, if you want to make a song or some, my boy he does it for free. He make beats. He got um he got SoundCloud. He got a uh, Spotify. He, he on all branches and all that. So if you need all that, like, let's make a song together, man. I know some real people that be on that too. So I'm also good at producing also. So it's all, it's good. You know, it's a vibe. Oh yeah, that we can definitely work together in the future. This year though, when it comes to the song, I'm mainly gonna be working with my brother. Yeah. He does music also. I'm gonna show you some of his stuff also. Thanks. And everything's part of SPF and everything. He just did music videos. He did music videos before I did music videos. I'm like, oh. dang. And he wasn't even that deep into it. Just, he just when you keep good friends around you, they yeah. want you to do things with them. Like you'll you'll be able to do some things. Right. Like, I did see your music videos and saw that. I was like, oh, snap. oh you saw that my music yeah, reels yeah, yeah, and everything. I, I didn't even know you did all that. I'm like, oh snap, he does music videos. Okay, you like that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'll be doing some stuff, man. But it's like if you want, I can send you a link and everything. Like, cause like the my mixtape ego trip is mostly mm. focused on the manias of depression. Mm. Basically, like one day you can feel really sad and worthless. One day. And the next thing you can feel like, oh, like I'm the shit and everything. Like I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. Mm-hmm. And then you be like, oh, I'm sad. But then it's like it's all just a matter of just not tripping over it, you yeah, know. Thanks. So it's, I'm gonna make a sequel to that. Gonna be Ego Trip Two. That's gonna come next year. This Ooh, year though, I'm just gonna right. be focusing on like my projects. One's gonna be called Ocean View, which is gonna be like a there's like a cover. Of, you never play Grand Theft Auto. Um, yeah. uh, San, not Sandre. Uh, Vice City. Yes, of course. And like there's like one where like cause like that's gonna be my other alter ego. Like uh, my main rap uh, name is like Toasty ESV. Um, cause like my my Instagram name is Liberian Toast Crunch, so it's like Toasty. My first name T, and then yeah. like ESV means East Side Villain or yeah. Ethereal Sage Visions or like you know Eat Some Vagina. It's like you know I just it's crazy, but it's like, it's like you be deep with it though. That's that's cold, bro. Yo, yeah. you keep it up, man. I like that, man. You yeah. just keep pushing, you doing that. Send me all that. I'm gonna promote it and do all that for you, man. Like yo, you good? Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. So I just really take a whole lot of like. Uh, interest in my craft and everything i haven't nice. been I, I actually kind of hold it against myself for not dropping a whole lot of songs last year but i had school and then a whole lot of things but this yeah. year i don't want to have no excuses you know my grandfather passed away so mm. it's just like, i just want to work so hard while because life is pretty short yes and everything so it's like 50 songs i still feel like it's possible even though it's like, it's, i had to be like i had to be going to the studio every weekend with a mm. hundred dollars but it's like you know it's no problem like it's just it's just another thing i want to be able to put my stuff out there and do the best that I can. I know I'm gonna be making like a, a t- an EP called a it it is what it is, which is gonna be like mm. three songs, like gonna be produced by Heritage. Yeah. There's gonna be some chill beats type stuff, Thanks. which is gonna lead in from my main project. One of my main projects is gonna be called Whatever, which is like a 15 track project. Mm. First part, first five tracks are gonna be focused on like the uh the the mundanities of life mm. dealing with life issues kind of overcome past traumas and then the middle one and then the middle five songs is going to be focused on the dreams sequence which is going to be like you know five type of dreams some nightmares and everything and just me reflecting my own fears and what i want my desires and then like the last five songs is going to be mostly focusing on me taking the initiative to make these things happen oh. and it just you know so it's like it's like a it's like a shadow work yeah. type thing. and then there's going to be another project i'm trying to draw before the end of the year called the rediscovery I'm gonna show you some of the covers and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like maybe it's like my face like written on a chalkboard and everything. And it's basically gonna be focusing on like all my uh, me really addressing a lot of my fears and stuff of that nature. Everything I had to nice. learn at, on growth and stuff of that nature. So I'm really trying to be deep with like a lot of my stuff as best as I can. Yeah, but it's like being yourself, man. That like you know what I'm saying. It's good to express yourself like that because like it's hard out here and some people some people will hear that and like that will help them grow and and like they can maneuver through their life better they can move better from hearing that saying like they're not the only one because people feel like they're the only one that's when they give up on themselves so like you know that's like i'm thankful for that too you know what i'm saying and people that hear your shit very they're gonna be very thankful for that and what you're saying it's like telling me that you're being neutral about it you're also being positive and also like Yo, I'm going through this. I'm going to express that. I want everybody to know that because we all got to build. And that's, bro, that's a blessing right there, man. That's some real stuff you're talking, man. 
and you're doing that by the day, you you making that step. Cause a lot of people they just stand there and they're like, man, I don't know if I can do it. Nah, you saying that? You you moving it? You going to that next step? You're not giving up. You going with it. That's respect, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I already got all everything planned out for how I'm gonna try and market it and everything and everything. So it's just a matter of just trying to find the ways to fund it. But I'm gonna be starting this new job pretty soon. Yeah. And everything. I just gotta send them my birth certificate and then boom, I get uh, get started with that and everything. Shout out to my aunt Love for hooking me up. Hey. Uh, I need to really <laughs> contact her and everything because like uh, I'm trying to get uh, situated. I think they might they might not even let me do any like the work work. So they might move me up into management for the marketing position because that's hey, what i went to school for hey. business administration with the focus on marketing mm -hmm. but i'm gonna just i'm gonna just keep moving where i gotta do and everything Dang of that way. nature but you know with the whole dj life and everything because we have the clothes and stuff of that nature um is there anything that you've learned while being like a dj and stuff of that nature that's just like you know that you feel you can take with you like you know into the future and stuff of that nature because you're like you're 25 right yeah 25 man if i turn 26 july 4th but uh but no i learned a lot and i said it earlier in the podcast it's just like you gotta know who your 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 family is you know and that can be like brothers close friends you know what i'm saying but you also gotta keep your acquaintances acquaintances but you always gotta have that respect for everybody but you can't always talk to everybody you can't give out to everybody because some people will take advantage of that so nightlife you know what i'm saying just you just gotta have fun at the end of the day but also have your crew and also keep that keep your circle you know Keep, like always feed them you know what i'm saying always do that and they'll feed you too and we always gotta be a clique we gotta be a crew with it. we're a team you know so you know what i'm saying tomorrow not ever promise so always have a good time live like you know what i'm saying live like there ain't no tomorrow and then that's how you can really find yourself you gotta be really comfortable with the uncomfortable and that's how you can really find yourself too so okay yeah, be yourself with it you know <laughs> that's what I'm, and like you know uh, where do you see yourself in the next five years Man, to be honest, I see myself in the next five years, me doing my own thing that, like, what I really want to be on, I really want to do what I like and what I love. So what I love is also it could be a strong hobby, and that is the DJ part. I actually want to have my own, I want to have my own club, so I'm going to start renting out, like, clubs, like um, Fusion and all that is on Independence. I'm going to rent that out because I used to do that. But five years, I want to get right. I want to get back with my whole, um, I'm trying to get my own mechanic shop. Just bought my auction license. I should be getting that soon. So... I see it, and like I said, I'm gonna go by the, go with the moves. I'm not, I can't just sit down because this is what I like. I'm gonna do what I like, which is mechanic, and do what I love is DJing. So hopefully, I can have all that established by that. You know what I'm saying? I'm 25, 30 is the prime. Mm -hmm. You know, so by that time, I think I should be good. And you know, hopefully, you know, to God, you know, I still be here, but I'm still gonna push to the limit every day. So. Oh, for sure. And in terms of like where Charlotte's at in the rap scene and music in general, and just like just cultural wise, mm -hmm. where do y'all where do you see Charlotte in the next like you know in this decade by the end of this decade? In this decade, man, I gonna see Charlotte totally different, man. You are gonna see a lot of bigger buildings. The city gonna be huge. Gonna, I feel like gonna be a lot of money. It gonna be a, it gonna be harder because like you know if people are trying to get apartments, you're not gonna look at nine hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? You are gonna be looking probably like eighteen hundred or mm -hmm. twenty two. You know, so like. You also got to be smart out here. So I think you're also going to see a lot more people. So you're going to deal with a lot more bull crap. So always, you know what I'm saying, focus on yourself, kings and queens. Learn how to invest, you know what I'm saying, for us. Learn how to get that money saved. And like sometimes be humble, man, not about what they think. It's all about how you move. and not about the brand, about how you rock it. Rock with yourself, and that's how you get it, man. It's going to be bigger. You see, like, you know, schools and all that. It's going to be a lot more people, a lot more schools, a lot more buildings, a lot more apartment complexes. Just be ready for all that. It's going to be tight. <laughs> so, okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, And then even in the music thing, like, where do you see yourself with the whole music thing yourself, like, in the next five years? Music-wise, man, everything I put out, everything I'm going to put out, it's just going to be me just expressing myself, man. You know, I'm not doing it for, like... Oh, I want to make it big, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to do that, just express my feelings and try to give out my aura, my energy out to the world, man, because, like, it's crazy out here in the game. And, like, some people do crazy things for the game. So um, I'm just going to be myself about it. You know, when I get older, like 40 or something, I can show my kids, like, yo, be yourself. Even I made songs before. And just do that. Just to, Sometimes, like, you know, it's also like a, like kind of like meditating in a way. Also, like, like, you know, don't have a filter with things sometimes. Because it actually will help you throughout life. You got to let some things go. Don't just hold it in. 
So yeah, no, I feel I noticed that you got a Vegeta um as your screensaver <laughs> yeah. on your phone and everything. I know we didn't even get to touch on anime. This is the first, and you're like, I know, I knew you were into anime. I didn't even have to see that to know that you're yeah. into anime. But it's like we didn't even get to talk about. It. So like, like what what is what influence has Dragon Ball Z been on in your life, really? Man, like I said, aura. Like, <laughs> like my boy right here that with me right now, man. We super saying God. You feel me? You just gotta let that happen, man. Some people gonna try to take that. Oh, you're gonna have some freezers out there and Broly's out there. But look, you're gonna be Goku and Vegeta and like just go Super Saiyan. Just you know what I'm saying? It's like you know what I'm saying. Spread your love. You know, if they don't like that, man. Whatever, just keep going, man. You know. Well, you know what I love about Dragon Ball Z is everything. It's like I feel like it's kind of allegorical mm -hmm. in a sense. Like that's why a lot of black people seem to connect with Goku and everything, because mm -hmm. Goku was literally taken from his culture, yeah, sent to a whole other planet, didn't know anything, had to find his own way out, like right. through friends and everything. His teachers that taught him, mm -hmm. he had to learn. He discovered that there was parts of his culture that he didn't like or whatever, yeah. but whatever. It's like, but they were still powerful to a certain degree, and to think that they were like put to almost extinction right. because of like. Uh, a racist uh, white alien Reason, <laughs> calling, yeah. him, calling him monkeys and everything like that and it only oh. showcases the, his ignorance Ooh. and fear Facts. so just think about it and like he, he dwelt into all of that finding the power within to defeat this type of person you know what I'm just saying yeah, like, it's just reflection character man. development too yes Goku but like Goku went through that too but imagine Vegeta that worked under the white alien yeah man huh. <laughs> now look at him. Dude was institutionalized. Right. When you really think about it, like he he really couldn't be what he wanted to be. Nope. He had to be like a killer and everything. He's a prince. He was a prince, but <laughs> at the same time, it didn't mean anything. Nothing. You know, it's a, and that's how it was. You know, I feel like you know we're all kings and queens in our own right, mm -hmm. but I feel like in this society, they want us to kind of break that down us and not realize our own greatness. They're gonna bring always bring us down. They want us to be drug dealers. They want us to be all that, man. They want to get stuck in the matrix. That's why I meant by the matrix earlier, man. You gotta find yourself, and you gotta find a way to adapt, and you gotta find a way to grow. And you do that, man, you're going to have a lot of haters. You're going to have some real people that will love you, but you're going to have a lot of haters. You're going to have people that act like they love you, but really they try to take from you. Even the king going to have that person below them trying to take from them. Also. Yeah, man, no, I feel that for real. But, yeah, I think we pretty much passed a whole hour uh, time limit and everything. We, pretty, we could be here talking all day if we wanted to, but we got to have a limit with everything. So, good. and the closing in and everything. Then any last words you want to let the audience know before y'all? Man, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity, man. Like I said, man, my Instagram is underscore Lynn, all lowercase, L-I-N underscore Quay, Q-U-A-Y. So, underscore Lynn Quay. There you go. So, yeah, man. Yo, like I said, this is my guy. Go to CNC Wings. Shout out to all my people out there. Even the people I don't even know, man. God bless all of y'all. We out here. We kings and queens, man. Just know yourself. Be yourself. Have that aura. Super Saiyan God. <laughs> and that's it for the Mental Thirst <laughs> Podcast, episode 67. We're sewing in, now we're sewing out.